Welcome to the Tribe Talks, y'all. This is your weekly dose of time with my dope, amazing, phenomenal, lit-ass tribe. I am your host, Amma B, a.k.a. Queen Mother of the Tribe. And the Tribe Talks is exactly what it sounds like. It is talks with the amazing group of friends and family that I have who make up my tribe, or as I like to call them, my COT, my circle of trust. All of them have different opinions, perspectives, and talents, and basically I just wanted to use this platform to share these amazing individuals with you phenomenal listeners out there who are now a part of the tribe. Um, so I've got such a variety of skilled people in my circle. So every episode I'm highlighting a new gifted entrepreneur, actor, writer, educator, chef. Uh, I'm married to one and he's amazing. Um, so in this segment I like to call tribe talent. So this episode's tribe talent is going to be my very good friend Jamila B. Beauty who is a professional makeup artist in the Los Angeles area and she's also the creator of Quick Tip Tuesdays on Instagram an inner and outer beauty tip for the everyday diva. So y'all check her out on Instagram at Jamila B. Beauty. That's J-A-M-E-E-L-A-H-B Beauty. Or you can check her out at jamilabbeauty.com. She is an amazing individual. She is gorgeous inside and out and has been one of the dopest friends uh, that I've had uh, since being out here in the Los Angeles area. So y'all support, support, support. Um, if you have someone in your tribe that you'd like to big up, email us at thetribetalks at gmail.com and they might be featured. Now let's get into this episode, y'all. So this episode, I have some of my most amazing ladies with me. I have three of the women who I call my sisters in my tribe. I have Shay, who has been rolling with the homies mm -hmm. since uh, our owl days. Mm -hmm. I have Jamila, who I've had the pleasure of meeting um, since I moved out to Los Angeles, but who's actually been in my life like on other levels through my husband oh, right. uh, via the Howard days. <laughs> um, and then I have the incomparable Miss Neek who I also met uh, in L.A., but, again, was in my life before I realized she was in my life in the New Orleans days. So I am super excited to have you guys here with me today on The Tribe Talks. So this episode is going to be interesting and everybody has been sipping on their <laughs> champagne. Um, so so <laughs> red. Red. Right. <laughs> um so this episode is going to be the uh, slam the door and climb out the window episode, okay. aka relationship bullets that we have dodged or did not dodge. Oh Lord, okay. Yeah. I wasn't ready. Yeah. Um, so what I want to do is I'm okay. going to start off. I want to start off um, asking you guys a question, and then we can just kind of roll from there. Jamil's over here. Let me get gathered. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. All right. So the first question that I have for you, ladies, is when 
in your life did you make the most reckless relationship decisions? Why <laughs> <laughs> on this Jesus? When did you look back and be like, what the fuck <sighs> was I doing? This was... I want to know. Oh. I want to know. Don't don't y'all jump all at the same time. Like it's, let's go in order. It's so, I have to say, when I abruptly moved my life across the country from New York to California, and I was about three months in, and that young man wasn't shit. I was thinking, the fuck did you just do? <laughs> I'm literally sleeping in a pool house right now. Oh, what is going on? Not um, a pool house. Yeah, that was some reflection in the first the first six months here in LA. Um, but it was a it was a interesting decision. It was a dark period, but light came out of it. Mm. Um, so though it was reckless, um, I would say there was a significant turn because I found the man that's in my life right now. So you took a bullet. I sure did, girl. But you. I mean, when I say I packed all my shit up and moved in like four months from now, I was like, I'm moving to to LA. My parents were like, What? I was like, You know, it's a new job opportunity. It's a new career experience. But it was really because of that. your places your car never will girl and it is it will it right will. up into the valley i was like what in the world <laughs> i can't oh god i feel like all of my relationships have been reckless <laughs> but like what point of your life yes, i mean will you say that like when you were in high school, that was the time that, like, you were doing the craziest shit. Was a, I know we just hit the 30s, but, like, is that, you know, is that when it... See, that was a different Yeah. I mean, it's different phases of crazy. Right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 Expound. Okay. Expound. It's levels. You know. I came to California 16, turned 17, and I moved out of my mom's house into the house with my boyfriend and his family. Okay. Um, he's the reason I stayed. So I wouldn't know any of you if it wasn't for him. So oh, shout out to him. Well, yeah. maybe. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not bring him up, okay? Let's not gonna mention names. Let's not waking the dead. Talk him into existence. But you know, that was probably the biggest learning experience I had. I learned who I was, I learned who I didn't want to be. I hmm. spent a lot of time after that relationship just reflecting on mm-hmm. what I did wrong in the situation because I didn't want to be who I saw myself being in that relationship. Mm-hmm. So I came out of that mm-hmm. just learning myself and understanding how to communicate with people that I'm mm-hmm. in a relationship with and mm-hmm. what I don't want to do to a man that I'm with. Mm-hmm. Because I saw what I did to the one that I damaged. You wow, know? This is wow. deep. So, we gonna get deep. Mm-hmm. 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 So I, I would say that's probably the biggest bullet, but it's my biggest testimony too. So yeah. I'm not mad at it. Mm-hmm. He just can oh. never call me. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. Don't call me if you're listening. Not available. <laughs> <laughs> you get the downtime. number has been changed. <laughs> um, well, the one that stands out the most <laughs> um, is my 
ex-husband. Um, I left South Korea uh, just like living the dream, you know, like the prayer, the freedom. And uh, it was kind of one of those moments where I realized the lesson was to trust myself because I knew, like I heard spiritually, you know, don't, don't, don't call him, don't do it. But um, we were married for three years and it was like three years of hell, like no happiness cried all the time Shit. just like you know and oh lord <laughs> it's one of those things where i look back i'm like i'm so happy i'm out of that but uh yeah i'm just grateful like on instagram like thank god you didn't get pregnant lord and i'm not like forever connected to this. Lord. let me tell you what that's hilarious because i, I said it the other day I, and I'm not going to put myself out there, but I'm going to put myself out there <laughs> and just say that I have been doing some reckless stuff and I should have done been pregnant a couple times over already, but God said no. Yes, you did. Yeah. No. Definitely yes, divine no. Because I can't even think about being connected to some of the people that I dated for the rest of my life for because... Forever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> for forever. What? You're preaching to the choir over here. Are you kidding me? I don't even want us to have the same mailing address. Yeah, you know, we got same zip code. What? No, we got mail going right. to the same place. No, no baby, what? But I think the thing about all of this is that we all learn something from all mm -hmm. these situations. Like when you look back, we dodged a bullet, mm -hmm. but then like in reflection, we're sitting back like, okay, this is what I learned about myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is what I don't want. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is what I do want. So. Well. I, I have to say that for me, the craziest times were probably in my, in my 20s. I mean, I did some reckless shit in my 20s. Who didn't? Um, but in college, it was more like learning, like trying out what worked, what didn't work. Like, you think that you're going to live forever in your 20s and like you're immortal and shit. And God kind of taps you on your nose like, bitch, no, you're not. <laughs> Like you will die. Right. <laughs> right. Next day you wake up, you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> this clock is ticking. Wait a minute. What happened? Did so, my knee just right. 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 What was that? Back hurting. <laughs> so I think, I think, for me at least, it was like after I graduated. Mm. The time between graduation and like 27 mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is when like I was doing some real dumb shit and yeah. it, it it really ended up coming back to bite me in my butt in some occasions in some occasions i matrix the hell that neo like like i matrix the hell out of them bullets Girl. <laughs> never would have made um, it that's yeah, real I, I, that's real i kid you not oh my god that's yeah. ridiculous. But even within dodging those bullets and understanding that we've learned lessons and we've, you know, become better women, better friends, better mm. lovers out of these situations that we've been in, um, I want to know what is the absolute craziest relationship or dating situation that you found yourself <laughs> within now i'm pretty sure you know that this what? could probably go like a couple of whole episodes because <laughs> legit no we i can't share it look <laughs> i refuse <laughs> no, 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 no what i'm about to say about to get out there you don't have to talk. 
make of a story. <laughs> I'm alive. With a fictional person. <laughs> I was like, you keep lying. I'm going to ask you all kind of questions. You like, don't right. right. <laughs> so what well, actually it was, was? So what, so was what year was it? What kind of was the car? <laughs> How uh-uh. much was the price of gas? <laughs> At that year. Who was president? <laughs> was it Obama? Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> was it yesterday? Right. Yeah, not yesterday. <laughs> Girl. Man, that's a deep question. Ooh. I want to know. I'll tell, tell you mine. I'm going to go first because, I mean, it's real oh, man, I'm scared it's, because it's, if we if we got to have you go first, then everything that we come with afterwards is going to be weak as shit. Know, literally, it, was, you been, <laughs> it was real quick. It was real quick. It's going to be a quick story. All I promise right. you. Okay. So, I met this guy. We were at a bar. And he was at a bar with a woman. And I, you know, was like, okay, well, he was at a bar with a woman. Mm-hmm. And then he comes over and he's like, can I buy you a drink? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. I drink crown yeah. apple and cranberry, mm-hmm. light on the cranberry, mm-hmm. special on the crown. <laughs> you know, it's just cherry it. You know, make me feel good. Um, so he brings my drink back and he starts to talk. And I'm like, okay, what's up? And I thought maybe that was his friend. Because mm-hmm. I have male friends and I go to the bar with them all the time. And it's sure and I don't care who you're talking to you know and all of a sudden this girl comes out of the left and hits him with a right oh in the bar no in the bar and her friend comes he's grappling with her and I just grab my drink and I move to the left a little bit to give me a better vantage point you know I need to be able to see what's happening like is is she going to hit him next time on you know so so her friend pulls her out and I'm like, hmm, all right. He comes over, she's just mad because I'm spending money on you. And I caught her in here with another dude. Wow. That's too much. I said, oh, this is a lot for the night. I didn't come out just in anticipation of this. But thanks for the crown. I'm going to go over to the side. Yeah. But before, now, him buying me a drink came after he got my phone number. Yeah. So he calls me like a week later. And he's Boy, like, you know, the way you were you know, so poised in the, in that situation. Because he's just getting knocked out. I just saw you get snuffed. So you were so poised and it was just so attractive to me. And I loved the way you handled yourself that night. And I was wondering if I could take you out to dinner. Bitch, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> but I was hungry. <laughs> Sober enough for this. <laughs> I can see why she punched him in the face because I would want to punch him in the face if he was talking to anybody but me. Mm. I'll be honest with y'all. He was really, really That's cool. That's deep. Yeah. Right? That's a good bar. But, because dudes <laughs> don't get that. No. I like you, mm-hmm. is what he said to me. I really think we'd be great together. Mm-hmm. I want you to be my girlfriend. That's what he, that was his first line, bro. What's your what's your last name? I'm sorry. Oh snap! I'm like, sorry. Like this isn't to the date. We've spent a couple hours oh, at okay. dinner. We've talked. Oh. You know, I want you to be my girlfriend. Oh wait, I'm sorry. First date? Oh, that's crazy. Uh, first date. Sorry. I think like, this was like day nine. He, he must got that. <laughs> I don't know. 
Oh, I never got there. I never got there. Um, I've been like, I'm not sure what his longevity is. I'm not sure. Okay, wait, you can see that's what we'll call he's it. Not longevity. That's what we're going to call it. That's what we'll call it. He's longevity. He's landed. So, I was, so, I was taken aback. He's like, just think on it. I'll call you tomorrow. He called me tomorrow. He was serious. Now I'm at work with my um, other, other friends. Um, and they're like, yo, you should do it. You what? should just do it. Just jump out on a limb, man. These just are, go on and do it. That, 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 was it. I mean, those are friends that are going to make oh, bad decisions. Let's just say we'll sweet paper. Let's say we'll sweet paper. Let's just say we'll right. sweet paper. Right. Okay. okay. So, go ahead, girl. No, I do it. Oh, yes. I will be your girlfriend. Oh my god. Now what? What does that mean? What does it mean? Right. What does it mean? I mean, seriously, no no one in, that knows me knows that I took this seriously. But now I'm your girlfriend. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you so anxious to right. be my boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Like, what is it? What's up? What you want? Now I'm getting phone calls at 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. Can I come by? No. Why? Uh-huh. Well, I mean, you know, I just would want to spend time with my girl mm. and just be with my girlfriend. But you let 23 other hours pass <laughs> <laughs> before you call me? Like, the entire day's over. Why didn't you want to spend time with me earlier? So, I said, obviously, this is not what you want. And if all you wanted to do was just smash, you should have said that. But I don't play these games. So, I'm going to call you on your bluff and see what you're about and you're showing your hand. So, we're done. Mm. Don't call me mm-hmm. anymore. <laughs> so that was Don't the end of that relationship. No more. Don't but text. No. he called me. He did call me a year later. They do. Girl, uh, what? Always. A year later, which was probably about twenty minutes ago. Eight ago. Oh my god! <laughs> yesterday, like eight months ago, like eight months ago. <laughs> oh my god, girl. But yeah, Why? so that's the funniest relationship. Wildest mm. relationship, wildest. Experience. Experience. Okay. There's so much yumminess that so, can be shared. I have a, fun, I have a funny <laughs> story. It was crazy. New York, because you know New York, you have stories for days. And being in the tw- your twenties in New York, you could write a book. <clears throat> but anyway, mm. I met this 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 guy New Year's Eve, um, and. We hit it off. He was like, he had like this real like beastie boy type of Brooklyn vibe, hip hop mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. So it was like this a great whirlwind until this is about, I don't know, maybe a month or so. He always used to have um, KY jelly on the side of his bed. <laughs> what the? Wait a minute. He was like, ready. So it's like you Just have you have the night, you have your nightstand, you have your alarm clock, you got the KY. That's so, no drawer. No drawer. Just out. It, it was just, legit. It was, just it was in like floor. reaching distance. And so I was like, what? Why is this? So I was like, yo, what's? You know, I never asked. I just always, and I was texting my homegirls like, this dude uses like has the ky on the side we don't we're not using it but it's like he's got it on the side like it's his hand lotion <laughs> <laughs> oh 
morning face cream. Moisturizer. Jump forward. And he just had some Ooh, really, he had some strange behaviors. <laughs> so Wait, he, now you're going to have to expound on what the strange thing yeah. is. Yeah. Besides KY. So he had like a, he had this best friend that lived above him. Mm-hmm. This male guy best friend. And <sighs> they just grew up together. They were real tight. <laughs> real close. You know, I'm See, you guys, you guys are, my you know what exactly. Okay, so, but they were just real, they were just too close. You know how something just isn't, mm-hmm. it just, something was off? Mm-hmm. So, Man, we, be, we we gotta listen to that family. <laughs> Girl. Well, I didn't say anything until we were in this, we were in an argument, and he's just like, look, I need you to work with me. He's like, I'm going through some things, got a lot going on. He's like, I can't figure out if I like men or if I like women. And I want to know if whether or not you can just stay with me during this this process no. because we just have this great connection. <laughs> I love you. And I was like, what? And I remember sitting out <laughs> on my, my little stoop. Right? <laughs> Girl. And you have this moment, because, you know, being younger, younger woman, I'm mm-hmm. very just very pleasing right mm-hmm. want everyone to be happy so it was always like a yes 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 mm-hmm. well maybe mm-hmm. and in this moment mm. i was like no <laughs> praise them <laughs> i was That's like right. I, I was like this is too much mm-hmm. this is i can't do this mm-hmm. and it was it was pure i wasn't it's not you not me i was like this shit is too much like i can't <laughs> this fucking do not this. me <laughs> i was like not strong and he was like and he kept going i was like no no you know it was great mm-hmm. you know had fun this hope is the moment hope mm-hmm. you figure it out but this is not it like not for me this is not my story it's not right. my story but it's not my ministry a, it was that such was a, not your that's ministry. direct blunt from the soul mm. fuck no i was like i was about to say that's god and she's like fuck no but that's still god that's still god though i was like you know? i cannot believe you seriously that's asking me this question that's some real shit yes I mean, it so has to be a surreal moment why. to sit in mm-hmm. that and receive that. Yeah, it was Because how do you process that? Like, mm-hmm. Well, I immediately told my, I called, um, told my cousin, and she was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? what? I was like, I can't make this shit up. <laughs> this is what he said. <laughs> New York this is I, not I, going I to work. This up. I, was right. this up. <laughs> I was like, I guess that explains why the KY gel was always in arm's reach uh, and the best friend. Shit, son. Oh shit! <laughs> anyway, no. Anyway, not, yeah, that was the craziest oh, shit. shit. That was like the wildest shit I I've ever been asked. Like that shit was crazy. Yeah, that was wrong. that was dope though. <laughs> that was wild. Hats off to you owning your truth. Yeah, you know, like so many times we acquiesce to just wanting love or wanting a relationship or a person. Yeah. Like, and then there's. Not- and then not wanting to look, seem difficult. Not seem difficult. Like, right. please, yeah. like, I was always, you know, yeah, yeah. to work it out, maybe. Mm-hmm. And in this moment, I was like, nah. <laughs> Hell to the no, no, I was no. like, what is this? No. What is this to me? I was like, this is too fucking much. Like, why would you ask this to That's the part why I did ask. I was like, why would you ask? He was like, well, I just wanted, you seem like such a good person. And we had this great connection. Like, this very, very, believe it or not, spiritual connection believe with it. each other. Yeah, and But... That just completely, for me, just, 
I just could not. I was like, this this isn't gonna work. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to. But then, how selfish do you have to be to do that? Because it's like, mm-hmm. you it is want selfish. me to stick around. Right. Like, you try like, to figure, you figure out and what you're not you want. And then I'm sitting here in love with you. Right. And then you're like, oh, I want Johnny. Right. But we could be besties, though. No. I'm busting exactly. you in the And now you have wasted your time, your <laughs> energy. Time. I'm busting you in the forest. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm sorry. I'm I was like, what do you this think point. this is? We're because all just going to move in one happy house together. Him. I'm in this room. He's in this room. Why are you trying to figure out your You know, life. sometimes people be trying to see how I mean, far they can go. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like. The same yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. But that's the thing. He must have had somebody at some point be like, yes. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. I, I feel like it's, it's kind of like yeah. when you have mm-hmm. men who holler at you in the most outlandish, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. garish, Somebody's responding to it. somebody has mm-hmm. said, you know what, yeah. this nigga is nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and give him a shot. Like, what? Yeah. And I, and I, yeah, I ask, I always ask, bad. like, whenever, what like, I get <laughs> You those, do not ask. Right, I yes. ask. do. When they have the do? most outlandish... <laughs> How does that go? Has that ever worked for you? Right. Do they? (laughs) And usually it's either like, I mean, yeah. Wow. Yes. Or it's like so people let you talk to them. It has to. It has to have worked at least once for them to use it Hmm. and feel comfortable Hmm. enough. Comfortable enough to speak it out of their mind. Or they might have saw somebody Mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you're looking like really. But I feel like we're at the point now where you know what works and what doesn't. No, yeah. so people be out of mold, touch. People have allowed <laughs> you to do this. <laughs> I'm no. sorry. No, no. Go I ahead. mean, go I ahead. mean, how many people are out of touch? Is it that big of a majority? It's six no, billion of us on Earth. <laughs> so, uh, a hundred and forty-four thousand are only on this. Good, good amount. So Jamila, yeah, for yeah. real, like you just not gonna tell us what the craziest joint was. Right, you, you just not gonna. Yeah, so you over here talking okay. about the craziest. I don't know, like oh good. Y'all you just to get said me you out here. Um, right. I don't. I don't want. I don't know. I don't want to. Well, one, I don't want to. Like it's their business too, you know. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, well, so well, I, I don't know how. If people wanted you to speak nicely about them, they should have behaved better. Okay, <laughs> I didn't create your story. That's honey. a girlfriend code, right? <laughs> there. I didn't create your story. Tell that nigga business. I'm just this happened to you. This is your story, so you're denied your story. I know. Because yeah. you're trying to protect theirs. No, you should have acted right. Well, because it's embarrassing for me. It's just embarrassing. Like I just, I don't know. I this think is like why it's the tribe. This is yeah. safe space. But it's so. like a million listeners. <laughs> oh, God bless you for for <laughs> like we're in the public right now. This is a podcast. Speaking of million listeners, maybe if we were like not on air. But okay, look, okay, so let me just say, what can I share? The frequencies are freaking around. I don't know. It just this okay. Well, how about this? How about this? I let I let you think on that. I'm gonna tell okay. mine. But okay, let me tell you a second. Craziest. Wow. Right. I mean, I hope mine didn't blow everybody Wait, what's out of the, the question again? Like, I feel like I'm gonna have some disrupt mine. <laughs> just, like, I want to know what the craziest I mean, dating or relationship situation that you've found yourself in. Okay, I'm gonna just say, um, okay, so I, I'll just go back to the marriage. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy to me. 
to this moment that I was married. Yeah, I understand. Like, that's that shit that's like, what the fuck (laughs) 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 is in my life story? You know, like, you know, like, it didn't didn't go as planned, clearly, because I'm not married now. But that's crazy to me. That I, I I went that deep and that far to commit to this man to commit to it, not even just to the man but to the idea. Yeah. You know, it was it was for all the wrong reasons, yeah. and I knew it in the moment. But I thought that loving him was enough, mm-hmm. or us loving each other was enough. And I I found out the hard way, and when I say the hard way, it was nothing easy about that marriage, that relationship. The easiest, surprisingly most easiest point was when I was done mm. and I left. And like all the blessings yeah. poured in. The support, you know, <clears throat> man, like, yeah, that was hell. That was hell. Yeah. And it, 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 it was a, a learning lesson of uh, how far I was willing to go just to have something right. that I wanted, you know? Yeah. But like, um, and to this day, he's an amazing man. He's a great man, mm-hmm. loving man. He just wasn't mine. Yeah, right. You know, and yeah. now and being someone who's very spiritual and and you know wants to be divinely ordered. Yeah, that wasn't my place. At I, I, you know, I I feel like if I didn't go there, I was destined to be at another place, going through something else. <laughs> You know, maybe Korea for another year or Atlanta. Like, you know, I'll, I don't know and I'll never know. I have to say probably, I mean, I have, I, I have a number of crazy uh, experiences and I, I, I will save us the time and just try and, and narrow it down to the one. But I remember there was this one situation where I was living in Maryland and working in D.C. And I used to go out like all the time, obviously. Social butterfly. So I actually was um, dealt with this guy. He was a bouncer. And I met him one of my random nights out in D.C. And um, I was getting ready to walk in. And, of course, he took extra long looking at my, my driver's license. And I was like, bro, it's cold out here. Like, what's up? And he was like, oh, so how do you pronounce your name? Blah, blah, blah. It turned into a whole thing. So I said, come find me inside. He came and found me inside. Fine as shit. Tall, you know, bounce like especially DC bouncers, what? What? Fine as shit. <laughs> right? So this man, we went out, and mind you, this was in my heyday where I was like dating multiple people. So if I was dating multiple people, I also made sure that they knew and they were aware of the fact that I was dating multiple people and you were not feeling special because you were not the only one. Not the only one. I did my A Marie. Yes. So, and I don't know why you're more afraid than me. So, so for me, it was about, it was about, it was about being one communicative and two being fair. Because if you, if I told you this and you ended up leaving, that's fine. But if you stay, you ain't got no right to get mad. Because right. I okay. told you. Right. Okay, Warner Brothers. Okay, so, he went right, Warner Brothers. So, so, I mean, right. So, I told him, um, what we actually um, ended up going out, and, you know, he asked if I was dating other people, and I said yes, because I don't know you. 
Like, this literally is our first date. But, like, if I get to know you and I like you, then, you know, I'll, you know, dead him. But if I don't, then here we are. Going. Right, exactly. (laughs) So, he got real hype. And I remember this because we were sitting in Lucky Strike having drinks and stuff. And he just got real irate, kind of. Like, he kind of. First date. He got a little irritable at the fact that, like, I would go and date other people when he he would, quote, unquote, focus on me. So I thought that was, um, again, red, red flags always up front. And we always be like, oh, you know, I'm going to just go ahead and let it slide. Bitch, what? Listen. He's just Right. So a couple of dates go by, you know, he comes over, he's very insistent on the sex. And, I, and at the time I was chilling on the sex too. Cause I was like, uh, there's way too much attached to it right now. I just want to go out with people who actually want to just hang out, build that like non-sexual relationship. Cause when we do that, by the time we get to the sexual relationship, you chopping at the bit. You know, <laughs> so, so this guy, this guy, uh, was very intense. He wanted to get real physical real fast. Um, which again, red flag. I don't know why I did not pay attention. Actually, I do know why I like the attention. Hmm. So, so then he would, right. He would call me at work or on my, on my cell phone at work while I was at work. And I was working for a catering company at the time. I'm not always going to be by my phone, my personal phone, if I'm working. So if you call me one time and I don't pick up, you call in less than a minute later. I'm not picking up the motherfucking phone. Same rules apply. <laughs> Five <laughs> minutes, don't, ten minutes. Don't, blow don't, blow my phone. Phone. Yeah. don't do I, I don't it. Give a shit where I'm at. I don't care if it's Sunday and four o'clock and I'm sitting on my porch sipping tea don't blow up my phone bro for what leave a message or text me and I'll get back to you if it's an emergency then all right then I can understand that but if it's not I'm just going to be blown like why are you calling me like we're married Mm -hmm. and even then my husband don't do that shit (laughs) anyway so he will call on multiple occasions um he would uh, be super drunk and show up at my house. No, call the police. What? And and in the end, yes, in the end, he became super aggressive because one, he won't get no, and and he wanted it. That was clear. And then two, I was starting to realize and call him out on his grown man acting like little bitch shit. So it got to the point where where I had to let my cousin who was a police officer in DC know about stuff. So it just it it devolved quickly. I think this was maybe in the span of like a month and a half. Wow. And it just it it devolved really quickly. But like he it was crazy because he was crazy and deranged. Yes. (laughs) He was a grown ass man. I was in my twenties too, so like so Um, like your 20s is crazy yeah oh my god wildin wildin but and he also was like super physical so and that was weird to me because i'd never been in a situation where i was being yeah Yeah. with a man being aggressive towards me and and it just it was it was odd to me because i was just like 
but what wait huh why are we doing what are we what's are we happening here? like this is not this is not normal for me mm-hmm. so yeah so in hindsight like that shit was actually crazy because it could have gotten way worse mm-hmm. but god <laughs> had, right spectrum in here. What? I think I'm, I think I'm the unicorn of the group. What, what? are you talking about? I don't think I'm the unicorn. I don't know that perspective to not know what a girl is. Like, I this is a crazy situation I shouldn't be in a situation it would be this is how I'm going to deal with the situation because I'm staying in the situation because this is normal for me this is a situation that I can that I can, I can handle. handle. It's familiar Not to me. Not necessarily that I would want to handle. Right. Like if, right. I, if I like I you, right. if you're acting like this, then I know that I can handle yeah. it. Right. Now, if I don't like you, then I don't have to handle it because I don't even have to deal with it. So it's not. It wasn't so much that it was an abnormal situation. It's just that this is a part of norm. Yeah. Do I want to deal with it or not? Right. So. Yeah. Because I, I've been in a situation where I love someone and didn't want to deal with it. Right. Even knew. It's like you love you love that person and you knew what they came with. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I don't even want to deal with you. I I can foresee mm-hmm. potentially mm-hmm. and that that is nothing but God. Right. Nothing but God. You know? Yeah. But to have that clarity in the moment of when this was going on because there was a lineup or whatever, but I loved someone but could see how it could potentially just be the worst situation mm-hmm. ever, you know what yeah. I mean? Where it was just to make that mature decision in haste and say, I can't. This isn't. This isn't. This is not. A, this is not. This is not our story. This is not my story. Right. This is not your. Our story is not this. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, and to make mm-hmm. that decision. So, in that vein, or that same vein, in that thought process are you glad that you dodged those bullets of being in those relationships where you realize that that this isn't it this isn't right or are you in the space where you ever think about want wanting that old thing back 
seeing where it could have been, where it should have, well, you well, know. Then that is it technically a bullet if we want it back? Like, I don't know how many times. I, I mean, you're not right. You're not necessarily being well, like, let me go ahead and stand in this gun rage and get shot up, but it hurts so good. How about that? Mm-hmm. It hurts so good that you wanted it back. No. Have you ever been yeah. in those situations or felt like that at I all? <laughs> so typically with the situations that I get myself in it is like to the point where I'm at a very low situation mm-hmm. for me to be like I don't want to go there's there's no way I want to go back because when I'm when I'm when I'm done right mm-hmm. I am I'm done and the right. feelings in some people they men will criticize how I completely shut it off. That's a Aquarius in you. Like the love I feel. <laughs> oh, yeah, yep. I can't, you gotta Me either too. turn it on or off. There cannot be an in-between. And so after it's done and I've gotten to that place, it's, it's done and there's I know there's no way going back. Mm-hmm. I might do a quick tag back. <laughs> I might tag back. <laughs> Right, no. Now, I mean, I think for me, it's like it takes so much to get me to a point where I'm gonna cut you off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, is you climb this ladder, right? <laughs> <laughs> like you, you like you didn't care how long it took you to get here. Mm-hmm. You didn't care what you had to do to get up this wall. You climbed up here, mm-hmm. and you worked for this. So now, I need you to understand that that is now your place. Yeah. Because I I treat people. I'm very loving, yeah. I, and I'm yeah. I'm giving to a fault. And I'm I tell people all the time I'm loyal by default. Mm-hmm. So because I know that I don't know any other way but to be loyal, mm-hmm. I have a responsibility to myself. To make sure that the people I keep around me are just as loyal to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now, once you have proven to me that you are incapable of doing what you need to do to mm-hmm. love me the way that I deserve to be loved, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Because that may not be in you, and I can't fault you for that. Mm-hmm. However, you now are in another place. Right. And you have to accept said place because that is where your capabilities have allowed you to be. Mm-hmm. And that's that. So once I'm done with you, yeah, I'm done with you. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, I agree. I can speak to you done, you done. It's yeah. done, done. Right. I, I've been hard. done. Mm. And I, I I know what that feels like coming from a place of really loving you. Mm-hmm. You know, like I have a high tolerance for pain mm-hmm. and love. When mm-hmm. I love, I am all in. Right, exactly. You have to do some shit that if I retell the story, you understand why, why I'm done. You know, like, yeah. It's interesting for me. Um, I I always am curious to find out whether or not people are even still in contact with people they have been in relationships with and been that intimate and deep with. For me, like. You're dead to me. <laughs> you're dead to me. When the relationship is, yeah, you're dead to me. Like I, I, I do not. I'm not friends with any of my exes. I do not speak to any of my exes. And it's not even in the in the capacity of not and and not for all of them. It's not a, a thing of you know fuck you and I never want to see you again. 
it's a realization that this situation is done. It's not going to be something that I need to revisit. We weren't that good enough of friends for me to continue our relationship. So the only person that made the comeback was my husband. And that was because he was supposed to be my husband. You know, that's that's and it's right there for me. I mean, that was confirmation right there for me because ain't nobody that I ever fuck with for real. St- like nope. like that no you're not going nowhere you know <laughs> not I said the cat but you are again she is the unicorn Meek is the unicorn I don't see that I give them all of my for my friends though they were like they were they were they were genuine friends so like no bullshit like they all were at first friends and that's the truest form. And so mm-hmm. we, I I find it as a blessing to be friends with them. And I'm not, I mean, like, to see them, they've progressed. They went on their journey to see where they are, married, kids, whatever, um, or still living their life. Or it's just to have that, that connection. We're not talking every single day. Mm-hmm. But when I say friends, to be clear... I'm talking about in the social media aspect, okay. <laughs> not on that. Not like I'm gonna text you or call you. That's not the, oh, the okay, text message. So you don't go call, have phone numbers. No, I have phone numbers. Oh, you don't <laughs> communicate via text or. Okay, never mind. So maybe on birthdays. birthdays. You know, every single time your birthday comes, yeah. you get these texts from all over. From the world. Right? And I can say that consecutively. <laughs> that they reach out to say happy birthday. That's like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Um, but, but that's it. But that's it. Like, we're not, we're but not, we're not, it's not on a, you know, how was your day type mm-hmm. tip. It's more of, a, it's on a social, the world we're in now, the social media, the internet. Right. It's, we are. It's kind of like acquaintance that. status. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's, a, <laughs> that's, a, that's a further, yeah. that's like a extension. Cause you yeah. know what you see on social media mm-hmm. is right. life. Mm-hmm. Right. right. So you're getting that, that, picture of them but not necessarily knowing what's going on mm-hmm. in the day in day out and the struggles of their life mm-hmm. it's right. more of what i'm seeing because you're not sharing we're not we're not there i'm not I'm, i don't want to be on that level i want to know <laughs> you know what day. i, I yeah because it's too much right too much. Mm-hmm. i take it back there's one person if I no 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 and not and <laughs> not 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 in the sense of like I would want the back for a relationship oh, because no, hell home. fucking no, <laughs> but it's more so the friend status. There's one person that I can think of who and I don't even want to say that we, it was a situationship, um, and I, <laughs> right, I would say that we actually were so cool with each other that like when it it kind of dissipated and it dissipated because I was getting into a relationship and I didn't think it was a good idea to maintain that while get, while being in this new relationship. But if I had to go back and think about it, he would probably be the only person that I would have kept as a friend. And it was only because of the fact that we were so fucking cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I mean, if my man, like the relationship, if he was to ever come back and say, this is not, like... I know the distance mm-hmm. of where it is, mm-hmm. where it doesn't cross that line of disrespecting the current relationship. The current relationship. Mm-hmm. So, if he had a problem, mm-hmm. meaning, because we talk, we're very transparent, and that's something that I love yeah, about our relationship, mm-hmm. um, is that, you know, if there was something that either, either, either he may not have 
physically said out of his mouth, but you know from body language, right. you know when you're talking right. from the... They don't like that shit. You were moving. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, it's like, it's just not going to work. I would remove. But it isn't even... It's no... It's always thought. a respect. And the, the people that I do, they all know that I'm loved. And I am damn sure mm. loving and respecting of the relationship that I am. Because you could kiss a lot of frogs until you meet someone that's like... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it. And I think for me, I am... I think that I just am incapable of holding a grudge. Yeah. So I have been. She's clearly not an Aquarius. That's why we get along so well. Aquarius, Aries. Yeah, right. That makes sense. I just, I don't, I have this really difficult time with holding a grudge because I feel like, I feel like, okay, I'm upset with you today. And I'm not fucking with you today. Uh-huh. And then you pop up tomorrow. Am I supposed to like stop feeling the way that I'm feeling and now be mad because no. I'm upset with you? I don't give a fuck. So now I mean, so realistically, I'm, you're I'm probably it's like, probably like, emotionally wow. healthy to not do that, but I think I kill people the most because I do love as hard as I do. Mm-hmm. So when I just stop giving a fuck, I'm not offering anything. I'm yeah. not inquiring. Yeah. That's a, that apathetic, really yeah. That shit cuts really, really, yeah. really deep. Mm-hmm. And like I had this guy that I was talking to. We had a really, uh, this is, we'll save this for another podcast. This is story. <laughs> but we, we had like a really deep relationship and we were very, very close at first. And then something happened and we stopped talking. So in us not talking for months, Mm-hmm. You know, he calls me one day and he's like, "Yo, like, I can't we really talk?" So I'm like, mm-hmm. "Yeah," because at this point, I'm over it. Right. I don't really care anymore. And now mm-hmm. you've allowed me to go so long that mm-hmm. I'm at a point where I just don't give a fuck. Right. Yeah. And that I, is very Aquarius. And we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> and he's and he's like, "Well, you know, you're mad." And I'm like, "Well, no, I'm not mad. That's where you're. I just don't care anymore. I'm not upset. I pray for you every day." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, you pray for me? Would you pray for me to get struck by lightning?" No. I said, "No, because I'm not gonna get my blessings that way. But I do pray for you mm-hmm. because I know how hard it is not to have a me in your life." Ooh. So I know it's rough over there. You know what I'm saying? Burn, bitch. <laughs> but I mean, but that and that's my that is my reality. And the way that I the way that I'm able to shut people off is probably more hurtful yeah, to yeah. the people around. Right? Again, so very Aquarius. Because of who yes. I am. Because when you that's shut like, people out and you don't talk to them, that's the most hurtful thing ever. When you when you don't speak or communicate. It's, I mean, like, you, you know. cut them out and they're like. And I'm really good at it. Me too. Look <laughs> dead in your face, act like you ain't never seen I've never seen so understanding now like what we've talked about the dot the bullets that we've dodged and the ones that we did not dodge the lessons that we've learned i am curious to know what advice you ladies would give to your younger self as it pertains to dodging or not dodging these relationship bullets i'll tell you right now for me it would literally be like get the fuck out as soon as you get that feeling in the pit of your stomach that something is up get the fuck out i mean don't you you get into these situations and you learn what you learn either the easy way or the hard way and so i i i praise those situations for the fact that i learned a lot about myself but i feel like i would have avoided a lot of negative experience 
had I listened to my intuition off yeah. break. Had I told myself, don't fuck with that dude from the uh, the club, that fine-ass bouncer. The second that he started getting a little bit aggressive about, about you know, me dating other people on our first date. Yeah. I'd have saved myself a whole lot of time in trouble. Oh, and, and not to mention that, I would have not had to necessarily learn the lesson that don't give money to a nigga who when you might miss that money if he don't pay you back. Well, I mean, that's it for everybody. Right? Like, no, 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 I mean, abso- abso- absolutely. Don't lend, don't, lend, don't lend what you can't live without. But at the same time, when you give it to a nigga that just should not have been getting it in the first place, like, I just remember it so crazy. And he was a grown-ass man. I was in my 20s. He was, he was like 35, 36. And asked me for $600. And my dumb ass gave it to him. It was one of the most expensive lessons that I've ever learned relationship-wise. Yeah, man. My, my uncle always told me, don't loan what you can't afford to lose. Right. Right. If today you lost that $100 and you'd be okay, then loan it. But if you would be hurt... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But... Right. You give away, you give away not expecting to get back. Right. right? Exactly. So with all that being said, I would I would just say to my younger self, my twenties self, girl, listen to your instinct. The second that that shit goes off in your gut, gut tells you some ain't right, some ain't right, let it go, walk out, there's plenty of dick in the sea. Right fish, fuck fish. So that that is what I would say. Would be mine. I think for me, what I would tell my younger self is, you are deserving Mm -hmm. of the Mm -hmm. most magical love that you can imagine, and you should not be afraid to go out and find it. Because I went into this relationship and six years was a long time from six and a half. It was very long for me. Mm-hmm. From 18 to 24. Mm-hmm. And, and it was so a, dev- a lot of development in that time too. Yep. Yeah. And all I knew was that. Mm. And all I thought that I was worthy of was that. Mm. Because I went through so many different changes in that time span and it was such a and you and he was the only one that disruptive time right and when you start to condition yourself to that type of thing when you start to like tell yourself this is it this is normal this is how it goes this is love Mm -hmm. when you haven't been taught that my father and i weren't as close as we should have been so you know my first lesson of love didn't come until i taught myself Mm. so if i was able to go back to me I would tell myself, like, you are deserving of that. Mm-hmm. That belongs to you. Yes. This this love that you can't imagine belongs to you, and you should go and get it. Exactly. So, Absolutely. I spent a lot of time after that relationship just still, because I was afraid mm-hmm. to go out and do anything else, mm-hmm. because I thought, this is it. This is what love is, and I don't want to do that anymore. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's me. Excellent. Excellent. Jimmy, Okay, well, shit. <laughs> um, I more so you spoke spoke bars, Nick. As far as um, I'm deserving, mm-hmm. that's something that um, honestly, to be transparent, I'm coming into now. Mm-hmm. But I really want to piggyback off of what you were saying as far as the gut feeling and knowing 
Mm-hmm. Like, um, I feel like the most important thing that I learned in my past situations was to trust myself. Mm-hmm. And to know that I have an internal navigational system that will never steer me wrong in love, which is my weakness, is all I need, you know, so, yeah, the whole time I was in wrong situations, something inside knew, I just didn't honor it, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, and I think myself. I think the biggest thing about what you said, Alma, is getting out immediately. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. don't waste that time. Because mm-hmm. yeah. for me, yeah. it was like, do you realize how much time, not once, but twice in my life, yeah. mm-hmm. do you realize mm-hmm. how much time you just wasted? Mm-hmm. And then you look up, mm-hmm. and you're like, shit, I'm 30. You know, and it's like, you look back over that, and you think that you're being yeah. loyal to your love for this person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're working mm-hmm. through things, mm-hmm. and you're putting in the effort but it's like you know mm-hmm. and you knew mm-hmm. yeah so you should have did something then don't look back right now so i think that's the most powerful thing yeah the first time yeah you start to feel like yo this that's is just right yep well um, yes absolutely i agree so what i would i would say to my younger self is to stop being a people pleaser because mm. all the situations that I reflect back on as a woman as an adolescent was because I just wanted to make sure everyone else was happy mm. right? mm-hmm. clearly if I sat down with a therapist it would tap into my childhood as to why Girl. I go there but <laughs> <laughs> everybody needs therapy everybody needs therapy the point is, is that I was making sure I always wanted to make sure that everyone else around me was happy and Mm -hmm. because of that sacrificed pieces of myself got myself in situations that could have been avoided Mm -hmm. Um, and the other point is to just to trust my voice right Mm -hmm. so it goes back to the gut and your Mm -hmm. instinct but using my voice because being (sighs) fair not and even when you're scared even when even when the voice is shaking, mm. even if you're nervous, That's even if it's one. low, yeah. like to still to still speak my truth or speak my feelings and to, to voice it. Ooh, because babe, you know what? As soon as you, you voice it and you communicate it <laughs> and that person or those individuals understand it and they continue to do it you know that that's not the place you need to be in. But if you do not voice it and speak it, yeah. you cannot mm-hmm. assume that this other person will get it right. To treat because yeah. not Take everybody. And the other thing is, not everybody was raised the way you were raised. Right. Like to have the parents and the upbringing that you have still as a child. So the assumption to think that way is naive. So to to understand that as well. Okay. All right. Okay. Ladies, I have to say i'm sure my listeners got a lot from this but i definitely did this was a dope and amazing conversation and i'm sure that between the libations and herb um that we could probably continue this conversation way 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 further but i want us to kind of wrap up a little bit um so this does not turn into a 
two-hour uh, session, even though it would be juicy and amazing and everybody would continue to listen. Um, but what I want to do, and I do this every episode, is I want to talk about the fact that you guys are amazing. You are a part of my tribe, and I am blessed to be a part of yours. Um, but I'm always curious to know this. Uh, what is it that you feel is your tribe talent? What do you feel that you bring to the tribe to make it bigger, better, better, stronger, uh, more amazing, and all that jazz? I'm I'm curious. What is your tribe talent? I love that question. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, is, what is yours, Jamila? Oh, okay. We put people on the spot. <laughs> Neat superpower is putting people on the spot. All right, yes. Bring us to our higher. So sorry. Bring us, you know, to our higher selves. That's what connections are about. But um, <sighs> um, I'm a spiritual person. I feel like that's my anointing. Like I bring that no matter where I am. And uh, I flourish in energy where I feel like it's okay. Mm -hmm. But I also, like when I first met you and um, uh, Lorraine, mm -hmm. and I, no, Shane, I think you're, yeah, like yeah. I, I got a genuinely yeah. good feeling before I hit the door. So yeah. that's like one of those internal signs to me. Mm -hmm. And it has constantly been, been confirmed, like I can be myself. Yep. Yeah, you know absolutely. Like, and, yeah, so that's it. I can be myself, and I know I bring some spiritual tweak <laughs> to the moment, and it's okay. <laughs> I can't appreciate it. I love it. Okay, we're going to talk about this on camera. Right, 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 right. So, I think my tribe talent is divinely placed in me because... It goes into my spiritual gifts. Mm -hmm. If you guys haven't taken your spiritual gifts test, please go take it. Because you learn a lot about yourself and who you are meant to be. All right. So link, I, in the, uh, yeah, bio. link in the yes. bio. Yeah. Um, but if you... I, yes. I tested and my spiritual gifts are in line. But my number one spiritual gift is an exhorter. Mm -hmm. um, so my exhorter... And as an exhorter, biblically, you are the person who is able to connect with people mm -hmm. in a verbal manner to entice them to come to Christ. Mm -hmm. So you draw them to their quote-unquote victory because that is who you are. Then, if you go a little bit deeper, my middle name is Nicole. My first name is Ranika. Basically, just means my mom was ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> but my middle name, however, oh my, my middle goodness. name is Nicole. And the meaning of my name is the victory of the people. Mm. And I flourish when I am helping encourage people, when I'm pushing people to what is their maximum, like, pinnacle of ability. I push them. I see greatness in the people that are around me, and I flourish when I'm able to assist them in whatever it is that they need. So my power is encouragement. My power is enlightenment my power is motivation i push the people around me and i spend a lot of my time doing that mm -hmm. it's it's and i had to take some time once i found out what my spiritual gift was i had to take the time to like step back and say yo i really 
do do this. But I do it, and it's more of a selfish reason, but I do it because I know what it's like not to have it. Mm -hmm. So I know what it's like. I give my last because I know what it's like not to have a safety net. I know what it's like not to have somebody behind you. Mm -hmm. So I do my best to push the people around me because I see how awesome they are. I see how fucking dope you are. So I want you to see, realize, and manifest that. Amen. Hello, hi. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's oh, coming in a Honda. As a right. Um, I would say, and this is something that I, I've just came into understanding and reading up on, is I feel like my tribe talent is diplomacy. Um, and we need that. And, and I think it's more of being able to. I'm able to relate to multiple people in their situations because of the the life that I've lived and, uh, and the upbringing that I've had is that I'm able to relate and I think it's the unexpected because you um, and bringing that to the group but I think it's really just diplomacy and being able to connect and relate to everyone and their story from some way because in some part of my life I'm able to connect and for some reason mm-hmm. the emotions are connected and I feel it mm-hmm. um so so that and that's what I'm... all right all right my tribe power is um connection I I I am the queen mother for a reason because <laughs> <laughs> I like kind of orchestrating situations to bring people together and it's dope for me to be able to then see those connections flourish outside of me. So, like, if I'm bringing my two friends together and then, or in a situation where multiple people are coming together, and then they go off and they build their own relationship that's healthy and beneficial and amazing, because I don't fucks with weak people. So I know that if you are in my tribe, you are someone who's contributing to the wellness of the tribe. So my power is connection. I will always love to see what my connections bring and build. Um, I talked about it um, on the the sibling episode, but I remember putting up a situation, uh, an event, the Mixed Play series, and having two people meet at our very first Mixed Play, and they got married like six months later. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So, I need to so, another yeah, Mixed Play series. Right. Like, Jesus, I'm sitting there going, Jesus, was he at the Mixed Play? Was he at the Mixed Play? Was he at the Mixed Relationship reflection episode of hey. the Tribe Talks with my amazing, amazing, amazing special guests Shay, Jamila, and hey. Miss Neek. Hey. Um, uh, you guys know where we're at, but if you don't, I will let you know. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Tribe Talks. That's T H E T R I B E T A L K S. And if you have any questions, 
comments anything that you want to share with the tribe email us at the tribe talks at gmail.com ladies thank you again and we'll see y'all next week